0: greetings to the path family our slogan at the path is meeting you where you are we invite you to follow share and check us out on social media you may connect with us at any time anywhere on facebook at the path church or instagram and twitter at join the path without further delay enjoy this week's sermon the church looks amazing doesn't it y'all like the decorations merry we can say merry christmas now you know We've had Thanksgiving. I want to give a shout out and a thank you to all those that helped decorate the church. Uh, special shout out to my wife that that makes sure that this church looks nice, and uh, it's so cool walking in and just feeling the Christmas spirit. Anybody love Christmas? Like really love love Christmas? Yeah, that's that's my wife. She she just she loves 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 Christmas. Uh, so I want to have a question for you today. What, yeah, I want you to think back. What's your favorite Christmas gift that you've ever gotten? What's the favorite Christmas gift that you've ever gotten? All right, let's go to that next slide and ask them, what's your favorite Christmas gift that you've ever gotten? Okay, I wanna hear from you. PS5, Oh, a new car. A plane ticket, I wanna know to where. All right, money, 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 money. My son, ooh, that's amazing. All right, Barbie Dreamhouse, all right. A bike, yes, let's keep scrolling up so we can see more of the responses. That was mine, a, a, a blue BMX bike. I'll never forget walking down that Christmas morning and seeing that blue BMX bike. You know, back in the day, that bike would open up a world. I mean, I felt like I could do anything. And you know, it wasn't just for me because, you know, we would, you know, we we can help others get places too. You know what I mean? Like, a bike just wasn't for you. Like, we get on the handlebars, you put the pegs on that thing in the back, in the back, yeah, and we're rolling. We're going to the mall. We're going, whatever, wherever we need to go, man, that bike will get us places. Yeah, that bike was it. That opened up a world. A go kart, even better. Ooh, that's fancy. Kindle fire gave my wife. Come on. A razor scooter, a motorcycle. These are some amazing gifts. Wow. I, that's, man, I need y'all's family for real. I got a gift uh, this past week, last couple of weeks, I got a gift. I got a gift from Aria, my youngest daughter. I got a gift from her school. Yes. I came home and I saw this on my counter. I saw pictures and magnets. And I said to myself, wow, I didn't know we ordered them. (laughs) I'm kind of a new school parent these days. I'm not going to pay for school pictures when I can take better pictures at home. Or you got friends like my neighbor, Justin, who's here today, and he was taking some pictures for our staff, and we'll be taking pictures for all who were baptized this year. When you got friends like that, I mean, mean, back in the day, that might have been the best picture you got. You know, everybody didn't have lighting like that, so you paid for that because you got a professional picture. But nowadays... We, we, you know, we, I don't know. I think we can do better. So I stopped paying for those pictures. I said, you know what? We'll we'll just, we'll remember. You were in third grade this year. That's that's okay. You know, like, we'll remember that. Um, But nevertheless, I came home, and not only did I have wallet-sized pictures of my beautiful Aria, I had magnets. And look at these decorations. Seasons greetings. I said, wow. Then I looked at the paper that came with it. $15? It's a fundraiser. I said, boy, you got me. I couldn't get those pictures back, y'all. They, they, they are onto something. I said, it's a fundraiser. You know what? Two magnets, four wallets? Fifteen dollars? I already got them. I already got them. Like, what demented soul would put them back in the envelope and say, "Here, you can have them back"? Like, how, 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 like, how sinful do you have to be to say no to this fundraiser? I said, "No, I'm a Christian. I, you know, it's a fundraiser. I, I, I can, I can give them fifteen dollars to just encourage." whoever this was, (laughs) because they went out of their way to give me a Christmas gift. I could have just kept them. There's no guarantee that I would give them back. No guarantee. You know, I thought about that. I said, I took a picture of that (laughs) that day because I said, I think that's how God does us. He just gives us the gift of salvation like he just here have it but i would like a response can you make a little donation can you give your heart your life your time your money now i'm going to give you this this is way better you you can never give me something to to, to, to make up. It, it, the, the money ain't never going to be enough. Your heart, it's never going to be enough for what I'm giving you. Eternity with me. The free gift. Woo! Come on, God. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Can you imagine if it was a reward for the good or the bad? I mean, we 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 may say that. Some of us may even think that. As Some religions teach that, do more good than bad. That's like a very easy, what if it was more than that? <laughs> what if it was like you got to do like, not just like, 1% good, what if it was like you had to do 20% better? Or what if there was some sin that it just disqualified you, right? What, what if it was all based on works? Everybody in here would be confused. Some of us, we have forgot about some of our sin. You know what I mean? Like, does this good deed match? Like, what's the scale? Coming to church, how many points do I get for that one? You know, I was prideful. How many points do I lose? You know, and God says, you don't have to worry about all that. Because of my grace, I'm going to give you something you don't deserve. That's, that's grace. Mercy is not getting what we do deserve. Grace is getting something we do not deserve. And so by his grace, God offers us this gift of salvation. We're being saved from the eternal consequences of our sin. Next slide and next scripture is Romans 6:23. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin, what we deserve is to die, and not just physically, but eternally as well. And yet the only way we can receive this gift of salvation is because It is first offered by his grace. God decides to give us something that we could never earn on our own. What is that thing? It's forgiveness. I mean, that's the thing, right? Being saved simply means you have sinned. I'm going to forgive you of that sin. I'm going to forgive you, and so therefore you no longer have to pay the price, these wages, because of our sin. Have you ever been forgiven by somebody else? I'm talking about really forgiven. I'm not talking about like, I said I was sorry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or the times where you don't really think you did anything wrong, but they're like, oh, I let it go. I'm talking about re- like, have you ever really been forgiven? Like the times when you know you've blown it. Like when you know you were wrong, when you know there was nothing you could do to justify it, where you know you were just wrong as wrong can be. Have you ever been forgiven like that? How did it feel? That's the next question. Go ahead and put it in there. <laughs> How did it feel? What's one word or phrase that, 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 that describes that type of forgiveness? When you know there is, you, you don't have a leg to stand on. It, it is what it is. You messed up and that's it. Whoo, peaceful. Freeing, oh, amazing relief. That, it is, it, there's a relief there. That is such a good word. A, why is there a relief? Because you don't deserve it. So what you do deserve is for this person not to love you anymore. And so you worry, like, is this going to be the end of our relationship? Right? Like, so there's a relief, like, okay, whew, what I did isn't going to cost me this friendship. This relationship that I have. Humbling. That's the word I would use. It is so humbling to receive something you you don't you, you, that you don't deserve. It's just humbling because you're in a position of vulnerability. Right? And it's humbling. You know, I, I've received forgiveness like this from my wife. I've received forgiveness like this from my children. My mom, my brothers and sisters in this church, when I've, I've hurt you, when I've said things that I shouldn't have said, done things I shouldn't have done, you all have forgiven me. Thank you. Uh, the elders in this church have shown forgiveness. Thank you. Um, that's such a special, special trait for us to have as a church. Because it's so Christ-like. It is the very reason we can even have a shot at salvation is because of that character trait of Forgiveness. And this is what God does for us. Have you ever thought about this? Like, we sin, and He's like, "You're good." And we sin again. You're good. And again, you're good. And again, and really bad this time. You're good. And the same sin that we just sin, and you know what? you're good. Actually, he says, I'm going to forgive you for stuff you haven't even done yet, things you don't know you will do, things you would never think you would do, things that are going to hurt your relationship with me, hurt people you love, hurt your chances to achieve your dreams, the very prayers and hopes that you have. There's going to be sin that you do that's going to hurt that, but you know what? You're good. And I believe he does this for three reasons. So he can enjoy us. He can enjoy a relationship with us. He can't, he can't love us the way he promises to love us if sin separates us from him. Understand this. God doesn't need anything from us. Like, in our relationships, we, we like companionship from other people. We like attention from other people. Like, this love is simply love given and experienced not because of anything he needs, right? And so he says, you know, I, I want to enjoy you. And so I don't want sin to be in the way anymore. He does it so we can do good. Like it just says in that scripture in Ephesians 2, he set apart good things for us to do, right? And so he's, I don't want you to be boggled down in, ch- in, in chains because of that sin. I want you to be able to be free despite of your sin to go do the good I have set before you to do. So that your guilt, your shame doesn't hold you back. I want you to be free to do good. And lastly, so we can enjoy others. Wait, what? Enjoy others? What do you mean? Well, you know, he expects us to forgive others. Matthew 6.14, that very next scripture on the slide. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. Forgiveness is the gift that should keep on giving. It is a gift that should be re gifted. Now, I don't know about how y'all feel about re gifting, but this is one gift that should be re gifted. So often we want to receive forgiveness but not give it. And the irony is the word give is literally in forgive, it's not for receiveness, it's forgiveness. Right? And so we always want to receive it, but how quick are we to give it? You know, we can't enjoy relationships if we don't become good at forgiveness. You're just not going to, why? Because somebody's going to hurt you. Somebody's going to sin against you. If you're friends long enough, it's going to happen. And so if you don't get good at forgiveness, don't even think about having a happy marriage. You think you'd be married to somebody for any amount of time and not have to forgive? Dating relationships, relationships with your family and friends. Sometimes the people, most of the time, the people closest to you hurt you the most. They should know better. And, and let's not even talk about people in the church. They should really know better. Forgiveness. God understood that. So he wanted to make sure that whatever we he did, he had, He did what he had to do to make sure that he could enjoy us Make sure we had the freedom to do good and and make sure we could enjoy one another. We'll close out here in Matthew 26. Matthew 26 and verse 26 says this. As they were eating, Jesus took some bread and blessed it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take this and eat it, for this is my body. And he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and said, each of you drink from it, for this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. It is the blood of Jesus that forgives our sin. When we get baptized, we come in contact with the blood of Jesus before Jesus Before he died, was buried, resurrected, there was animal sacrifices because something had to die, and the animals had pure blood. They couldn't sin, and so the animals would pay the price, but Jesus says, you know what? I'll just take it forever. I'll take it forever, so that's why we take communion. Um, If you don't have a communion packet, go ahead and raise your hand, and our host team will get you a communion packet uh, to make sure that together we can do what Jesus did here at the Last Supper with his disciples. He said, man, let's take this bread. Let's break it. It represents my body that is being broken. Let's drink this juice, this wine that says, you know what? This is the blood. Let me remind you of how sweet forgiveness is. That juice is sweet. Let me remind you how sweet forgiveness is. And let's take it together as we thank him for the eternal gift of salvation. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we love you and we thank you. We do not deserve forgiveness, and yet you lavish it on us. You don't just give it to us, you lavish it on us. The scriptures say that your grace is sufficient, sufficient for the sins, sufficient for the thorns, sufficient for all of it. And, Father, we just glorify your name, and we thank you, God. And I pray, Father, for um, anybody who is in here who has yet to experience that salvation, Father, that today, right now, they will make a decision that they're ready to follow your son, Jesus Christ, for the rest of their lives. They're ready uh, to repent, to be baptized for the forgiveness of their sins so that the Holy Spirit can live inside of them, Father, moving their hearts in a powerful, powerful way. God, be with us as we take this communion together. We honor you as a great gift. and in Jesus name we pray amen thanks for listening to this week's sermon new sermons are uploaded each Monday morning simply search the path church Atlanta in iTunes Spotify or your favorite podcasting service additionally we greatly appreciate your feedback on iTunes if you would like to learn more about the path we encourage you to visit www.thepath.church we hope to fellowship with you soon